ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. And now your host, Max McGuire. Welcome back. Second hour of the podcast brought to you by AirMedCare Network. Make sure you check out AirMedCareNetwork.com. If you haven't already, use AirMedCareNetwork.com forward slash daily. Use promo code daily and you'll get up to $50 back when you sign up your family to be protected under the AMCN system should you ever need to be airlifted. Mentioned it in the previous hour, but this really is common sense stuff. It costs a ton to be airlifted to a hospital. Anyone who's done it, they know they know what the bills look like afterwards. Well, if you if you join up with Airmate Care Network, you don't have to worry for the worry about those bills. $85 covers your family for a year, less if you're a senior citizen, and it's yet less per year if you sign up for three or five years at a time. Again, go to airmatecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily, and you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. Lots of people on DLive saying I should ban people. If you want me to ban people, I can't scroll. You have to use the at symbol, like an email, and then type their full name, and that'll help me find them. And then I'll make the determination if I can. Um, don't have time to scroll while we're on the air. It would, it would just be too much dead air if I did that. So let's let's shift gears. Obviously, Kamala, disaster. Oh, change. we got to change the title for the hour, Mr. Producer. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Mr. Producer, jo- Josh forgot to change the title. I'm sorry, I'm on the phone. <laughs> We're going to change the title to Biden's disastrous overseas trip. It'll happen soon. But that's this topic of the second hour because it's truly disastrous. And and what's really terrifying is apparently there's some word of Kamala in Europe. Go ahead. um, Go ahead. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is uh, is coming from Jack on Twitter, Trudeau overheard telling staffers he expects Kamala Harris to be president by the end of 2022 per White House official attending G7. So this is how we know we are truly effed. We're here talking about how disastrous her foreign trip is. And over in Europe, they're talking about how disastrous Biden's trip is and how she'll be in charge in less than a year. that That is terrifying. But again, it speaks to the selection of it. It speaks to the selection of it. So we do want to take another call. We got Gammy Sparkles. She's going to lead us off on Biden. And she's going to talk about how Biden is a witless fool. Gammy, welcome to the show. Now, you just said something I didn't say. <laughs> how uh, well, that, that, that's how, good. That was how Mr. Producer described your comments. Well, no, um, well, Biden, okay, look, this whole thing has been spoken of by a ton of people that they're just going to use him, get him through, you know, and then pop her in. But wait, that's all part of their plan because there's other people running this, this, this nasty show anyway. You know that, right? This yeah. is AI yeah. or, or, or deep state and AI or something insidious. There's something really bad. But, you know, there's this guy that does the um, American Media Periscope who interviewed Lynn mm-hmm. Wood in the last couple of days. I sent it to you. And, um, I mean, if you could believe the people who claim to be in the know, then there would have to be arrests of Kamala, B- uh, Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and other people, you know, in these regime yeah. that is the pseudo regime that's currently in the in our government but that's not really why i called i called to tell you i have found another way to use my hatchet in my bug out bag <laughs> are, you, okay. are you ready for this so yeah so so it, just for anyone who's who hasn't been listening for a long time gammy sparkles she has a machete and usually if you get on gammy's bad side she talks about castration by machete but now she has another no, purpose for machete what fighting. is it Oh, by biting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's that's worse. What's what's your new purpose for the machete? All right. Well, look, you know, in in light of all, I was getting Jason Hansen's spy guy's bug out bag instructions on how we have, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a, a backpack with emergency stuff in it. And since I have to get creative with the things I have in my bug out bag, 
Um, I recently mm-hmm. procured the machete, and then I got the hatchet. Well, I yeah. had to go show three 40-plus-acre places yesterday out east in mm-hmm. Colorado. And as you know, we do have a lot of sneaky snakes. I mean, as in rattlesnakes. Yeah. Um, of course, remember that politicians are also called snakes sometimes, but I didn't say mm-hmm. that out loud. So I took my big old purse with me, and, you know, I have some problems with walking and getting around sometimes. So I took mm-hmm. my hatchet with me in my purse, snuck it in, got out when we're walking out there to the barns and the outhouses. I grabbed my hatchet out and showed my people, look, if you see a rattler, you tell me I'll whack his head off because I get that for all those shows where they eat, you know, like naked and afraid and alone, all those shows. But I'm going to tell you what, you know, the hatchet would work good on a snake. And it, it would work would. good for protection. It would work good for protection. I know we've been talking all around Biden and Camilla, Kamala, Kamula, Kapupa, whatever. But the bad thing is, it's just too much stuff, Max. It's too many things yeah. happening. It's way, way too much for it to be a coincidence, an accident, on the moment, spur of the moment. Every single thing that is happening is coordinated, and it is totally, um, to bring us circle back to Colorado, one of the conservative legislators was on, it was either with Laura Carno or, no, it was Jeff Crank, and he said the kind of laws that they're passing now are so insidious that I wrote Laura Carno and said, we need a list of every law the Dems passed in Colorado, including if you can't move your gun from one county to the other. And then we're going to have to find out, can I legally carry my machete and my hatchet for protection? You know, what do I have to do to be able to protect myself besides my rock in the sock or lug nut in the sock to bonk them on the head? Because I'm going to tell you what, these people are becoming insidious to steal every single liberty we have, and either we do have the people that are going to arrest them and stop this insanity, or we, the patriots, are literally going to have to grow cojones. And yes, I would bite off a cojone if that was the only defense I had. Whatever it took, I was going to do it. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Well, I'm there. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'm there, but I respect you for it. Thank you so much for calling in, Gammy. Really do appreciate it. Wait, before you hang up, you know, TIG yeah. and UADF, they are teaching people to do humanitarian things, but you don't think they aren't teaching people how to do self-defense oh, if somebody no. attacks? That is a real right? that's a real that's a real thing to do. Yep. No, it, it is a last ditch. It's a last ditch effort. Absolutely. It's just you'll you'll never get a guy. You'll, you'll never get a guy. You'll never get a guy to admit that that's recommended. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never, make, you'll never get oh, to well, happen. not okay. But I'm a female and I can't get my leg up yeah. to stick their nose in their head, so I have to do other creative things if I can't protect myself. You see? That's true. That's absolutely true. So, well, thank look, you so much. Love y'all. Love everybody out there. But um, we really do need to get more involved in listening to Trump's dailies and Frank's speech and conservative daily and all these people who are putting out this stuff. Bongino is rocking it. Oh, my God, he gets my blood burning. So, you know what? We need to get more inspired and more hot under the collar because the shit show has just begun, baby. All right. Shite, absolutely true. On all those guys. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, thank you so much for have calling in, Gabby. Have a great, have a great rest of your day. Um, that was longtime friend of the show, Gammy Sparkles. Always a colorful caller. Um, she's right, though. It and my bangs are are falling over my forehead. It is clear that I need to get a haircut. My hair is now too heavy to be held up by just pure <laughs> hair gel alone. Um, she's right when it when it's very clear that someone else is pulling the strings. And I think that that cl- that tweet saying that sources are saying that over in Europe they're talking about Kamala being president by the end of next year. It, it, it fits into this notion that Joe Biden was chosen as a caretaker, Kamala Harris was chosen as his successor, 
And we're all screwed if, if that plan goes into effect. We are all so screwed. So let's get into the Biden stuff. But before we get into it, I want to show you how the rest of the world is talking about this. Ms. Producer, I sent you over a clip. This is from Sky, I believe Sky News in Australia, talking about how the media is gushing over Biden at the G7. Let's go ahead and play this clip. I'm going to go to the US now because the media has been gushing as their beloved Joe Biden prepares for his trip to the United Kingdom to attend the G7 summit. Listen to how CNN is reporting this momentous event. Joe Biden is stepping onto the world stage for the first time as president and equal to foreign leaders. Now, let's go back in time to 2018 and see if those same newsrooms offer the presidency of Donald Trump such light and positive coverage. Attic and deepening G7 divide, better put perhaps as G6 versus one. <laughs> Sophie, uh, they're essentially, they're, they're calling it the G6 when Trump's there, but Joe Biden's there and it's, and it's momentous and it's positive and it's glowing. And, and it's, it, they're trying to give the illusion that he doesn't have any disputes with any of these international uh, leaders. <laughs> what do you think of that? I just think Joe Biden is a, a lucky person. He has got <laughs> all the media on his side, or most of the media on his side, particularly CNN, uh, completely at odds with what they did to Trump. So, uh, you know, his popularity surely can only win from this because he's getting so much positive PR through the journalists who are massive fans of him. It's really quite appalling to watch. And what happened to straight news reporting, which doesn't seem to be existent there? Nick, it's not really journalism, is it? It's, 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 they're stenographers in a way, aren't yeah. they? They're, they're yeah. documenting history, but they're not being critical. But mm. with Trump ultra-critical, inflammatory in some, in some always, ways. Always. Trump could do no right. I mean, give Biden, <laughs> give Biden his due. He did get to the top of the Air Force One steps without tripping over his shoe Good on him. But Shocks look, I mean, me the, the reality is, you know, if you talk to Greg Sheridan on The Australian or anybody who knows about foreign affairs, there are considerable question marks over Biden's foreign affairs policy. It's not proven yet. Uh, whereas it was the one area, in, in fact, in which Donald Trump did very well, pivoting on China, uh, bringing about the Abraham Accords, which, which is a big step towards peace in the Middle East. The, the worry about Biden is whether he really does have control or, or really the, the nerve or, or, or the confidence to impose American power in the way that Trump did. So, you know, I'm much, I would be much happier to see Donald Trump at the G7, I think. Yeah, so that is how Sky News is reporting the American media gushing over Biden. Yet they're completely right. In fairness, in fairness, they were overly critical of Trump and they're gushing over Biden. The side by side is, is tremendous. The side by side is absolutely, it, it, it couldn't be clearer. What also couldn't be clearer is when someone can't walk without being held up by another person. We've all experienced this. Listen, I, I've, been, I, I've been walking with my grandpa or my grandma and, and they both grab my arm to help me so I can help them walk on uneven paths. It, it's something you do. When someone needs help, you grab them or you let them grab your arm. You don't expect that at the G7. You don't expect that from the president of the United States leaning on another foreign leader. But that's exactly what we got. The media is not giving this enough air and enough airtime. And I don't like overly critiquing clips like this, but it's very obvious that Joe Biden is not walking on his own, uh, uh, completely on his own. Let's go. I want to watch this. This is cut number seven. Biden being held up as he's walking to the event. No one else is doing this. Now, look at what Macron does afterwards. He goes back to grab him again. He's grabbing his arm. What are, where are they going into prom? Like, like, what, what is this? It, 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 it's one thing. If they're just walking in, and I mean, it's still weird to see two guys just, just, uh, just joined at the elbow, right? Like they're going to go skip through a field of tulips or something. They, he, they break away. And then you can see he goes back in for another grab. What's going on? I mean, we know what's going on. Joe Biden needed help. None of the other world leaders are leaning on another one to get down the sidewalk. None of them are. None of them are. It's uh, it's only Joe Biden. 
Zach in the comments section saying, oof, Max said no. No, Zach, you're free to call in if you want to talk about this topic. I just don't want to just completely shift topics in the middle of it to talk about something else. But when, when we talk about that issue, which it will come up, happy to have you on to talk about it. So that's Joe Biden getting held up as he's walking down the path. As he's walking down the path. Here's a clip of Joe Biden in a meeting where he introduces a world leader who has already been introduced. And Mr. Producer, I'm going to warn you, this audio is low, or at least it was when I was listening to it. So you're going to want to make sure you turn up the audio on this right away so we can hear what Joe Biden's saying. Joe Biden's in there with Boris Johnson, and Joe Biden tries to introduce another world leader who's already been introduced. Let's play cut number eight. And just say how pleased I am to welcome those who have just joined us, bringing some pretty spectacular weather uh, with them, Prime Minister Modi, uh, President Ramaphosa, President Moon, in just a minute. And the President of South Africa. And, and, and the President uh, of South Africa, as, 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 I, as I said earlier. Oh, you did? I did not. I, did, I, I, I certainly did. Uh, so, <laughs> you get mentioned twice, so. Uh, I, I'll go over that again. I'll, I'll, let me tell you, we're, we're, we're delighted. I'm going to say we're. We're joined by Prime Minister Modi. Uh, this Let's go. So that was. <laughs> they're about. They're done with the introductions. They're done with the introductions, and Joe Biden steps in. Oh, you forgot the president of South Africa, and you can see Boris. He's just like ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Usually Boris can just talk and talk and talk, right? The Brits are, are mostly like that. They, they're very good at talking without having any of the filler words that lots of Americans have, uh, um, uh, like that kind of stuff. They're just able to talk, stream of consciousness. You can see that that statement trips Boris Johnson up. It trips him up. He's like, well, well uh, we, we already int introduced him. <laughs> and everyone laughs because it, it's, the, it's the joke. It's the secret joke that really isn't a secret anymore that Joe Biden is like many people his age, which is unfortunate. They lost a little speed on the fastball, to put it nicely, right? And, and we all will get there. I pray that I live long enough to experience that kind of mental decline. I hope it's not that significant, right? But we all hope that we live that long of a life that we start reaching old age like that. It happens, it's part of life. But you don't want that at the G7. You look, look around the room. Is anyone else there at the G7? Does anyone else need to be physically helped down the sidewalk? Does anyone else need to be reminded that they already introduced someone? You're introducing someone twice. Does anyone else have that problem? No, it's just Joe Biden. It's just Joe Biden. And you think that the American people would deserve better. I mean, th that's, what I th that's what I see in all of this. I I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm furious that the media covered up for this man's obvious mental shortcomings, his obvious mental decline. I'm, I'm furious over it, right? But I'm equally furious that the American people are being denied true leadership. Just putting aside partisanship, right? If we had an actually capable Democrat, which I'm kind of glad we don't because he'd probably be accomplishing more. If we actually said someone who truly was elected, who understands where or when he is at any given moment, and is able to go out on the world stage without making us look like a fool, I think we'd all be better off for it. At least we would say, hey, you know what? We lost an election, but at least this guy is the best man for the job, right? But you don't see, it's, ob it's obvious with Joe Biden, he's not the best man for the job. Kamala isn't even the best woman for the job. That's, that's what I think is so infuriating. It's just, it's, it's very obvious that he is being propped up. And that's why he's never allowed to answer questions, which, yes, that old line came out again. He's there at the G7. He gives a press conference. I, I think he only took like three or four or five questions, somewhere along that. Remember when Donald Trump went to North Korea? Remember that press conference? Remember that press conference? It went into the wee hours of the morning. He took questions for over an hour. Because anyway, anyone who want to ask him, he'll, he'll answer the question. After a long day of travel, long day of negotiations with North Korea, he stood up there, obviously exhausted, and answered whatever questions they had. Joe Biden isn't allowed to do that. Now, anyone who's ever known a loved one or a family member or friend who suffers from de dementia, you know that the medications they give you for dementia to, to help hide the symptoms, they do not last for an entire day. They maybe gives you a couple hours of clarity, 
So when you see Joe Biden looking at his watch, realizing that and cutting things short and then saying they're going to get mad at me if I take any more questions, understand that the medication he's taking, whatever medication it is, because it's obvious he's on something, right? There were rumors during the campaign that they were that they were trying to figure out which medication would be best for him. Some of them led to incontinence. It was a messy situation. He's obviously on something, right? That him looking at the watch, him always cutting things off at 10 minutes. Remember during the debates, he, he wanted more bathroom breaks. He wanted to be sitting down so he wasn't standing. Here, when you see him only take questions from specific reporters and saying, I can't take questions from anyone else because my staff will get mad at me. Who is the president of the United States again? I seem to be forgetting. Is it Joe Biden or is it his PR staff? Apparently, it's the staff. Let's play cut number nine. I'm going to get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead. But I pretended you didn't answer you. You have often said uh, repeatedly that America is back. Yes. Uh, at the same time, you've kept in place some Trump-era steel and aluminum sanctions. And I wanted to ask you, when you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. Need time. <laughs> First of all, Spartan quadruple zero on DLive. I put you in timeout. Put you in timeout. We're not talking about that. And we, we don't really want anti-Semitic comments in our comment section. So you're on timeout. You're not banned. It's just a timeout. Timeout. We're not talking about any of that. Just want to be absolutely clear. So we see from Joe Biden. We see from Joe Biden. He's one. He's not allowed to answer questions. And when he finally agrees to answer questions, he says, oh, but pretend I didn't. Like, what, what the hell is this? He's the president of the United States. When's he, when's he going to start acting like it? Then he jumps in at the end and they're asking, well, why haven't you done more? And he says, 120 days, 120 days. First of all, it's not even true. He said that on day 147. So that that's, where's the Washington Post? Democracy dies in darkness, fact checking every single word to see if it's true or false. Where's the Washington Post? I don't know. Washington Post knows it'll be missing. Oh, well, president doesn't lie anymore. Oh, 120 days. 147. I want to play that just to make sure we didn't hear anything again. I, I cut it up. This is a, a shorter version of it. Let's play cut 10, 120 days nonsense. When you're having these conversations with European allies who are very concerned about these sanctions, how do you justify that? And what are your plans? 120 days. Give me a break. Could you imagine if Donald Trump said that? Could you imagine if Donald Trump was asked a legitimate policy question and he said i've only been on the job for 120 days with donald trump we had blistering speed he was putting out orders and decisions at breakneck pace the only thing that slowed him down was the damn witch hunt but he was doing everything left right he was he was, he was pushing through all different executive orders changing policies executive directions memorandum everything right joe biden is president he obviously doesn't want to be president because all we ever hear from him is oh it's only been 120 days it's only been 100 days it's only been 80 days he doesn't even have the numbers right. It's just, why is the media letting him get away with this? I have no, uh, no idea. It just, it, it's, it, it truly is stunning that this buffoon, yeah, Eva on, on the Facebook comment section, you're right, buffoon is allowed to keep doing and saying this. Well, it's that time again to remind you that the sponsor of the show, We The People Holsters, you got, you're going to want to really make sure you check them out. We The People Holsters for just $40, as, as low as $40, starting at $40, you can get a Made in America holster for your firearm. It is the perfect accessory that will go with the perfect firearm, an American-made holster from our friends at We The People Holsters. For just $40, starting at $40, you get a holster custom molded to fit your exact firearm. They'll give you a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of options to choose from. Really, they, they do. Thousands of options, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with real tree camouflage. Now, if you hunt and you, and you want to have something that's all real tree camouflage, this is the way to go. While you're there, make sure you check out their complete line of patriotic t-shirts and new EDC tactical gun belt, which comes with their exclusive talon buckle, which is manufactured 100% in the United States. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full 
refund. That's how you do it. That's the, that's an American made guarantee. And while you're there, I, they didn't send me any, I wish they did. I'm going to probably order some. Don't forget to pick up the bags of their mouthwatering bacon jerky. Yes, you heard that correctly. Bacon jerky. So go show your support for our show and for this great American company. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD right now, and you'll get an extra $10 off. I, I said 10%. It's not 10%. It's $10. I, may, I messed up in the first hour. I thought it was 10%. It's $10 off with the offer code CD10. It's even better, right? That's fantastic. An extra $10 off with the offer code CD10. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, and an extra 10% off with offer code CD10. Mentioned this in the first hour. They sent me one. I love it. We the people with the American flag for my 1911. Um, this is my outdoors barbecue gun. That's what I call it. But just for yard work, right? When I'm in the house, it's an outside the waistband holster. So it's you can see a nice design on it. And it's not feeling like I'm trying to put a 1911 in my pants, which anyone who's tried to do that knows it can be a little difficult <laughs> to conceal a full U.S. government 1911, even if you're a big guy even if you're a big guy. So yeah, again, go to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD and check them out. Really, really cool stuff. So we got some more clips. And again, our number 888-441-1121. If you want to talk about this, I know that Zach wanted to talk about anti-Semitism. Happy, Zach's a friend of the show. Happy to have him anytime we're talking about that. But we want to stay on topic because we got a lot of clips to get through. Call in 888-441-1121 if you want to opine on what you think about Joe Biden and his, and his gibberish overseas. Say that 120 days. Give me a break. No, you're the president of the United States. You don't get breaks. I mean, we, we understand that you need your nap time. You need your applesauce time. We get that. But you don't get a break. If you make a promise and you don't keep it, you're held to that. And when people call you out on it, they're not being mean. They're just doing their jobs. It might come as a surprise that the media oftentimes can accidentally do their job when it comes to a Democrat. Don't just shout and whisper into the microphone, 120 days. When it's not even 120 days, you're off by 27, which seems like a stupid fact check, but it's a legitimate one. You see what Putin said about, about, uh, about Joe Biden? Putin said, well, first talk about Trump. He said, I believe that former U.S. President Mr. Trump is an extraordinary individual, talented individual. Otherwise, he would not have become U.S. President. That's true. He's a colorful individual. You may like him or not, but he, did, he didn't come from the U.S. establishment. He had not been part of big time politics before. Some And some like it, some don't, don't like it, but that is a fact. And they said, Biden, meanwhile, is radically different from Trump because President Biden is a career man. He has spent virtually his entire adulthood in politics. That's a different kind of person. And it's my great hope that, yes, there are some advantages, some disadvantages, but there will not be any impulse-based movements on behalf of the sitting U.S. president. So even in his attempt to, even in his attempt to like, congratulate Biden, he still has to give a compliment to Trump. The left is saying, oh, well, it's because Trump's a Russian spy. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of the Russia spy nonsense. It, it's it's just it's just exhausting. It really, really is. Well, it wouldn't be a Joe Biden event without a little gibberish, right? It wouldn't be Joe Biden on the world stage without just speaking gibberish and messing up a sentence and saying the wrong word when he meant something else. So let's 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 see this. Joe Biden. Speaking a little gibberish, let's play cut number 11. By harassing the full potential of uh, those who are harassing, we're going to have to try to change things. <laughs> that's the whole idea. Um, but here's the... Uh, maybe that's not fair. He, you want to harness the full potential. But then he, he, he doubles down. He says he's harassing the full potential of those who are har- hara- harassing. Let's, let's play again. Make sure I want to make sure I got that right. Play that clip again. By harassing the full potential of uh, those who are harassing, we're going to have to try to change things. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Um, but here's. I, I don't know. I don't did know. I, did I play the right clip? I'm sorry. Was yeah, it? That's, it it, that's it. But that one didn't make it. So that was the right one? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, harassing. He's just making things up. So we're going to be harassing the potential 
of those who are harassing. Doesn't okay. make a whole lot of sense. Okay. Why? What, what do you think we were going to play? Well, I, when I played it, I'm like, he's not even making any sense. What? what how do you harass yeah. a harasser? And it's like, well, what? Mm -hmm. what is, is, I don't even think he understands the context, man. Of no, his own no, answer. he does. That's the whole point. It's kind of scary. <laughs> he's running the United States. That's, I'm just saying. That's the whole point. He has no idea what the hell is going on. He has no idea what is going on. And he, this is getting stupid. At some point, we just got to call a spade a spade. It is stupid that this man is allowed to represent us. We are This This is not representation. When the founding fathers envisioned representative government, they did not anticipate this fool going on the world stage and speaking gibberish. They didn't anticipate it. Well, it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. Joe Biden then tried to venture into the realm of foreign politics talking about Russia, Russia meddling in other countries' affairs, which is true. Russia does meddle, except Joe Biden couldn't get the countries right. Joe Biden wanted to talk about Russia meddling in Syria, but for an entire like paragraph, he's just talking about Libya. He, he, he wants to say Syria, but he's mentioning Libya. Now, this seems like a stupid thing. Okay, he messed up his countries. What does that matter? It matters... Because when you, when you talk about someone who has dementia, one of the issues is they can't get their date straight. What I mean is there's, someone with dementia can be sitting here in 2021 and think that they're in 2011. Like, like in their heart of hearts, they believe it's 2011. So when you understand that, that that's something that just happens with dementia patients, you can understand why Joe Biden could mistake Syria for Libya because 10 years ago, the problem was Libya. Joe Biden and, and, uh, and Barack Obama were dealing with a war in Libya that Russia was meddling in. So when you put Joe Biden up on a stage and he starts criticizing the Russians, but he's criticizing them for policies that were 10 years earlier, instinctually, he, he means to be talking about a different country, but he's talking about the one from a decade ago. Again, I, don't, I, I know this is, part of this is confirmation bias, but it sticks out to me like like something you would want to pay attention to because listen this is a sign of dementia absolutely so let's play this clip of joe biden just jabbering on about the wrong country cut number 12. Um, we can work together with russia for example uh in uh in libya we should be opening up the the the, the passes to be able to go through and provide uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic assist I mean, vital assistance to uh, a population that's in real trouble. I think I'm going to try very much hard to, uh, it, it is, and by the way, there's places where, I shouldn't be starting off and negotiating in public here, but let me say it this way. Russia has engaged in activities which are, we believe are contrary to international norms. But they have also um, uh, bitten off some real problems they're going to have trouble chewing on. And, for example, the rebuilding of, uh, of, uh, of Syria, of, uh, of Libya, of, you know, this is, they're there. And as long as they're there without the ability to bring about some order in the, in the region, and you can't do that very well without providing for the basic economic needs of people. So I'm hopeful that we can find an accommodation that where we can save the lives of people in, for example, in, uh, in Libya. Uh, that, uh... So it's just, it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. You just, even, if, even if you despise the guy's politics, you want to get in there and you want to stop him from, from talking. Because it's embarrassing. As, as an American, it's embarrassing to see my president, the guy currently holding the title of president. Let's describe it that way. Yeah, Lisa saying Libya. Didn't he mean Syria? Yes. He's supposed to be talking about Syria. But Joe Biden, stuck in the year 2011, apparently, in that very moment, is talking about intervention and rebuilding Libya. Scary stuff. It, it's scary stuff. When this guy is the leader of the free world, he has the control of the nuclear football, the ability to annihilate millions, billions of people with the push of a button. And this guy can't even remember what year he's in. This is scary stuff. It really is. 
go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is a, I was going to find a clip of this, but apparently it's not even worth digging up the clip. Joe Biden had a meeting with Erdogan, the leader of Turkey, and they didn't talk about it. So here's the report. After pool holds for nearly two hours, Biden and Erdogan sit silently in front of cameras. Biden eventually says, we had a very good meeting. When told press couldn't really hear him, he said, quote, because I didn't say anything, end quote. Nothing else, no other words before Poole moved out. That is what that press availability was. And look at those idiots. They're all wearing masks. Look how stupid they are. That is, that is stunning. No, we didn't talk about him hitting on Boris Johnson's wife. <laughs> that happened too. Joe Biden hit on her. <laughs> No, it just all piles up. It ju it just all piles up. <laughs> it's incredible. It it really is. It, what what a what a stunningly bad foreign trip. Here's one that I don't really know what to make of, and I'm gonna need you to to call in and let me know what this is all about. Eight 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 four four one 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 two one is the number. Don't know what to make of this. Joe Biden's saying that some people might not know what COVID is. Yeah, I'll say that again. Some people might not know what COVID and this COVID-19 is. Now, some people are saying that he meant to say COVAX, which is a program. That's possible. But the words that left Joe Biden's mouth after a year of lockdowns was, I don't know. Some people might not know who co what COVID is. Let's play it and you can hear it for yourself. Cut 13. COVID is, I know you all know, but a lot of people may not know what COVID is. That is a system whereby uh, they're going to provide funding for states to be able to get access to vaccines. I cut it. And I get it. Sometimes there are people who truly live under a rock. And yeah, Apophis in the comment section on DLive says, her is four -year, a four-year-old doesn't. That's true. Younger kids don't. And I understand that there are people who live under a rock and they just miss stuff. They miss stuff. I mean, I guess technically you could be one of those Japanese soldiers who hold up in the mountains on Pacific Islands for five decades, not knowing that, the, that World War II was over. That, that's true. There were Japanese soldiers hiding out in the mountains on different islands in the Pacific who never surrendered until I believe the 1990s. So they were holed up there for five decades. So I guess if you're one of those people, you could not know what COVID is. But the fact that that phrase would ever even leave Joe Biden's mouth, you know what it is, but some people might not know what it is. And yeah, it seems that he meant to say COVAX, which is a, which is a program. But it's not what he said. He said COVID. I know a lot of people might not know what COVID is. We have Lauren on the phone. Lauren wants to talk about Joe Biden's cognitive decline. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about on that. Lauren, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So um, I listen to your show all the time now, um, oh, thank and I you. love it. And um, so for years, I worked as an occupational therapist assistant, mm -hmm. and I worked in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Um, and I ninety about ninety percent of my patients have dementia, and I won't forget when he decided to run and we watched the Democratic uh, debate, my coworker, who's been a PT for 30 years, looks right at me and goes, he, he's got dementia. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he absolutely has dementia. And I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to hide it because it's yeah. bad. I mean, he stares right through the screen. He stares right through people. And you know, dementia is a horrible thing. I wouldn't wish on anyone, even Joe Biden, who is a, was a horrible creature his whole life. But I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And honestly, what they're doing to him is elder abuse. They're pumping it, pumping yeah. him up with meds. They're they're showcasing him all over the globe. Like someone needs to call the Department of Aging on the on his wife. I don't know who. Yeah, it's absolutely horrifying. It's horrifying. Well, that's it, something that we've unreal. said from the beginning and I, I'm not a licensed like uh, occupational therapist. I'm not that right. I'm just someone who has had to go through life and I hope no one ever has to experience it. 
a loved one or no, a friend suffering from yeah. dementia. It's horrible. The idea that, that this person you, you've known for years all of a sudden doesn't remember who you are anymore. It, it, it's so depressing. Yeah. And I, I really wish that no one has to experience it. But if you experience it, it's something you never forget because exactly. it just it just sticks with you, which is why exactly. we, we, we don't we don't want to diagnose him on the show. But it's one of those things where if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's just we've all it's seen a duck. it. We, we know what it looks like. We, it's a duck, right? Um, I, I've, and yeah. I just can't believe it. And I can't believe any healthcare professional that has worked with patients that have cognitive disabilities or anything actually look at Joe Biden. They're like, yeah, he's totally competent. Like, it blows yeah. my mind. You should have your license removed. It's, it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying that they just took this guy who is sick and needs to be in a home, needs to be taken care of, you know, and they just put him up on the world stage. I mean, I, I don't even know. Every day I wake up and I feel like I'm in like a, like a, you know, a sci-fi movie, like the, with just the stuff that goes on. And, and people that I know love him still. I mean, I argue with my family members and they're like, he's so great. What are you talking about? It's a stutter. It's a stutter. Yeah, he might yeah. have a stutter, but he has dementia. You don't you don't mix up your words that bad when you're stuttering. You just can't get the yeah. word out. It's different. Yeah. He mixes up his words. He, you know, he, I, I just, it, it makes me crazy that all these years they were, oh, Donald Trump, he definitely has a cognitive decline. He is sharp as a tack, absolutely sharp as a tack. And they're like, Joe Biden, he's great. He's just, he's just got the stutter. That's it. That's it, guys. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just, just stutter. That, that's what they claim. And people, yeah. And, and I'm not and, saying that a 78-year-old can't, you know, do the job as a president if they, you know, have their mind about him. Even if they weren't physically capable, they couldn't walk well or something, they had their mind. Yeah, they could, they could be a president. Yeah. But this, this, is, this mm -hmm. is insane. It's absolutely insane. I, I just can't. And with, I can't. You mentioned it. it. You mentioned about his wife, and yeah, shame on her for allowing this to happen. If I ever reach that age, and and someone tries to make me president, I've lost my mind. I hope my wife will step in and stop that from happening. Though it would be cool to be president, I, I hope that someone stops that because it, it. You should know better, right? You should know better. But what we've seen throughout exactly. the whole campaign, throughout this, is that there are people in the Democrat Party who truly believe that the ends justify the means. That it's okay having a dementia patient in the White House because it means that we're going to have good Democrat policies. What's stunning is we're seeing the same thing on the world stage. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Macron says America is back with Biden. Boris Johnson said Biden is a breath of fresh, a big breath of fresh air. Uh, Macron says it's great to have a U.S. president who's part of the club and very willing to cooperate. What you demonstrate is that leadership is partnership. So, I mean, th they're oh, the, ecstatic the, the because yeah, yeah, the they're ecstatic. Serves, yeah, yeah, it's their agenda. Like, <laughs> like, they they're so they're ecstatic they because they can use control. him. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We showed that. It's, it's, I don't know if you saw it. We showed <laughs> the clip at the beginning. Macron literally had to hold Biden up to so oh, he yes. could walk down the sidewalk. Oh, yes. the, the world wants no, no president other than Joe Biden because they can walk all over him, right? Uh, it's just, it, it blows my mind. I just hope that, I don't even know. I don't even know. We need a miracle. That's for sure. <laughs> what we need, I, I what we need so is, for our children. We, I just, I, I don't know. We, like what we really need is we need is an event. Horrifying. We need an event where Joe Biden can be forced to answer questions for an hour, right? Where he can be brought into yeah. meetings and, and, and because you know, you but know, the medication that, that, the medication they give you for dementia, it doesn't last all day. It'll give you maybe a couple hours of clarity, and then the Listen, symptoms start popping up. I don't even know what medication they are giving him because I've never seen medication work this well with dementia patients. But when you yeah. have money, it, you know, it's a different yeah. thing. I mean, I work with people who, you know, they had to save their entire lives to go into uh, these nursing homes and assisted living facilities, which I'll, I'll save for another time what Pennsylvania did to these nursing, to Governor Wolf, what he did. Yeah. <laughs> he should, you know, it's, anyway. It's shameful. Well, what, what, uh, what Biden's probably yeah. on is some form of stimulant. Oh, I, uh, because when you look at his eyes, his, his pupils are as dilated as they could possibly be. 
I mean, he I used to have color to his eyes. Look at the eyes now. They're like black. Yeah. I, I mean, they must have this magical drug out there that only elite people get to, you know, get to be injected with because I've never seen anything like it. I was actually like talking to, I was talking to my coworker because, you know, we're the only two in our facility. Because let me tell you something, healthcare workers, a lot of them are Democrat, like big time Democrat, yeah. which blows my mind because they see how much the insurance policies are garbage. They, they don't get paid anymore because their big corporations are sucking them dry because of insurance stuff. Anyway, but my coworker and I, we were always like, you know, the conservatives in the group. And we had our little red, we called it our red safe, safe zone because I, yeah. I, I can't even tell you going to work. It was like, <laughs> it just made your head hurt. But I literally, I mean, I would love to just sit him down because every single person that I would sit down in my facility, I would administer a cognitive test on them, like a simple one. And uh, it's a simple cognitive test. It's called a BCAT. And it's a couple questions. And I always say, I'm like, he would score like an 80 out of 30 on it. I mean, he's, he has moderate stage dementia. Yeah. This isn't just like a mild, like we're, we're progressing. And you can only hide it for so long. And another thing I want to complain about is I live in southeastern Pennsylvania. So mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Biden, every weekend they shut 95 down, shut it down on a Friday so he can go home. Shut it down. Yeah. What, why is he going home on the weekends? The White House is supposed to be his home. If Donald Trump did anything like that, the media would go insane. Everyone's had to be. Well, they did. Buildings would be burned down. They did. Like. He would go. Yeah, he would he, go to Mar-a-Lago. He would go to New Jersey, and they complain. When Biden does it, they say, "Oh, isn't that so nice? He's going to his beach house. Isn't that so nice?" There. He would fly yeah. there. Joe Biden is shutting traffic down on ninety-five. I. It's, yeah. It's just. Why is he going home every single weekend? And Donald Trump did not go home every single weekend. What are you going home for? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because the one the one reason that's occupying the White House. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible that Rehoboth Beach doesn't have an airport where Air Force One could land. Um, That's possible because it it is kind of not a very built up area. Um, But I don't I don't know the reason. Maybe he just likes the car. I don't I don't know. But yeah, when when Trump would go to Mar-a-Lago, I mean he he had a helicopter pad installed at at Mar-a-Lago just so he could fly there. Well, he's he lives in Wilmington. I'm correct, right? He lives in Wilmington. Yes, yeah. I mean, he his, could even beach fly in into like Philly or Newark and drive mm-hmm. that way instead of shutting 95 completely down. I just I or take a train. How about take a train? Let's just take a train. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just it's just crazy. No, to Joe me. Biden's just, Joe Biden's the just, king of Amtrak. Like I, I just can't I can't wrap my brain around people that I know that voted for him. I, and I'm trying not to be judgmental because you're not supposed to judge people for what they do. But I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. He can't even formulate a single sentence. And, it's bad. And, uh, it's so bad. But I won't keep t- – I will not tie up your phone lines anymore. Just but had to get that fine. out there. I just I, blows I appreciate my the call. I appreciate the call. It, it's, it's important to hear from people. Um, oh, did, did we already cut her off? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for that. It's important to hear from people who understand what dementia looks like. Um, so I, I really do appreciate the call. And anytime we talk about this, feel free to call in. Um, I, I'd love to hear more stories that you have. Obviously, no like patient information. But it's one of those things. You see this and you know it. And um, you can see when you when you know what dementia looks like, you can always see it when it's right in front of you. Um, so what else was going on at the G7? Go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. There was the social distancing and then the not social distancing. So when the cameras are running, all the world leaders bumped elbows. They bumped elbows because you can't use the hands because the elbows are the only way to do it safe. So they bumped the elbows. But then when the cameras are off, they're hugging each other. They're, they're spitting on each other. They're literally wrapping their arms around each other. It was, we, we've seen a lot of hypocrisy over the course of this pandemic. Um, we've seen a lot of hypocrisy. This was absolutely it. 
stunning, stunning hypocrisy. I don't know. It's it's pretty incredible. This podcast is brought to you by Air Medicare Network. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan, should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency. Now, we all hope that never happens, right? We all hope that we never have to be airlifted, but it's not up to us. We don't get to decide whether where a medical emergency happens, whether it be out in the middle of nowhere, if we're hiking, fishing, hunting, off-roading. If we go to a mountain, or a mountain house or a beach house, somewhere where there isn't a hospital nearby, we don't know. Right? We also don't know what the traffic's going to be like. Even if you don't spend a lot of time in the wilderness, you'd be surprised at how many people get airlifted just from one suburb to another because the traffic's just too bad during rush hour to possibly get an ambulance through. Well, that's where Air Make Care Network comes in. Air Make Care Network will cover the cost of your flight if you are a member and if you need to be airlifted for medical care as long as you use an AMCN provider for as little as $85 per year. I believe it's less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. Your entire household will be, will be covered, not just you, not just your spouse, but your kids, your household will be covered. It really is common sense coverage. Anyone who's ever had to d- deal with an ambulance trip, you know how expensive those can be. Well, an airlift is tens of thousands of dollars. So you're going to want to make sure you go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And if you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on what plan you get. It's free money. So again, www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. All right. So we have another caller up. We have Elaine who wants to talk about how the president and vice president are incompetent. Yes, that is absolutely true. So we welcome Elaine to the show. Welcome, Elaine. Yes, thank you very much for uh, taking my call. Um, I am um, up front. I'm going to admit openly that I am a conservative. However, I like to think that I am able to uh, give um, equal footing or equal standing um, for those that would support our country, regardless of their party affiliation. Um, mm-hmm. As we all know, four years of Trump and uh, the hatred that uh, ensued, mostly because of a very slanted um, media um, operation, um, created uh, the environment to put these two people in office, both of which um, truly, in my opinion, whatever it's worth, are truly incompetent. It's an embarrassment to anybody who loves this country to see both of these leaders um, actually representing this country on a world market. Um, uh, I'm not going to claim to be a professional health operator or a mm-hmm. person to say whether Biden is um, has mental issues. It's a mere matter of looking at the man, understanding his entire campaign, and even the press that supports him now having put him in office. They refuse to admit the man's incapable of fulfilling the duties required for this presidency. And uh, Kamala Harris is probably, I have tagged her for years as pretty much a female pit bull in the manner in which she conducts herself. And uh, now it's it's a travesty of of justice to see these two people representing this country to the world. I mean, we are we are a laughing stock, and I just don't know why people cannot see through. You have to wonder who really is running our country at this point. Yeah, I believe that to be a big problem. Uh, Do you have thoughts on that as well? Well, it's obviously I I always hate having to talk about this because it makes you sound like a conspiracy theorist. But it's very obvious that Joe Biden isn't calling the shots and he admits it when he's up on stage. 
he's like, I can't talk. I can't take your question. They're going to yell at me. He never really says who they right. are. He says, oh, they're, they're going to yell right. at me. Like, what? You're the you're the commander in chief. You can take, if, if you said you're going to take five questions, you can take a sixth question. No one can yell at you for talking to the press. But so I don't know who right. it is, but it's very obvious that there's someone who's telling him you're not allowed to do this. You can do this. You can't do that, which is what's very terrifying because people have long suspected that there are people really pulling the strings that the president answers to someone else. That's always been the realm of conspiracy theories. But with this guy, it's very obvious that he is not calling the shots. So I, I, I agree. Right. I want to know who is. Right. I think it's real. I really don't know as a concerned citizen here and now what um, what we as a nation need to do to let our concerns um, take precedence over exactly what's going on with this country now. You really have to wonder if anybody has been following the news for this period of time with all the scandals and um, that yeah. are involved with both Biden. You have to wonder um, who it is that has the goods on both of these individuals, and it's so pronounced yeah. that our future right now is the concern, okay? Um, yeah. If he cannot and she cannot uh, control things to the point, and uh, I just, for me, I really, I'm very concerned about our future as yeah. in the world, and uh, I just don't know what justice can come about at this time. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Elaine, it's uh, if we're if if it's true what we're hearing from some of these audits, I mean, we're hearing rumors that there are missing ballots in Arizona. If that if that right. ends up being true and I, I don't want to give everyone hopium, but if, if that stuff ends up being true, I, I don't I can't imagine how the American people would stand for it. You ask, how do people see what's happening and are OK with it? Most voters don't pay attention. Most voters aren't paying exactly. attention to, to the ins and outs. So that that's the challenge. But I'm, I'm hopeful that if some of these rumors end up being true, that people will wake up and say, wait a minute, what, what's this guy doing in it'll the White House? Give, he has no business being there. Right. It'll give us the means to undertake some action to have him removed. But simultaneously, yeah. then, I think the worst problem then would be to advance Harris into that position yeah. would probably the be problem. even worse. So, yeah. uh, again, you know, I don't know what we do now, and I think you're 100% correct by your statement that most people don't pay attention to precisely what's happening in with these people today and the yeah. position they've put us in, unfortunately. But I would have to say I appreciate very much your comments and uh, your podcast. I appreciate that. And, um, uh, again, I thank you for taking my call and answering my question as well. Well, no problem. Thank you so much for your call. Really do appreciate it. Have a okay. great rest of your day. Okay, and the same to you. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it gets exhausting. It does. It gets exhausting when you see everything around you, and you're like, "Well, how did how how do the rest does the rest of the country not see this? How do we not see we have an ignoramus in the White House? How do we not see that Kamala Harris is making a fool of this nation? How do we not see that that Joe Biden needs to be physically held up?" just to walk down the sidewalk. And the real answer is people aren't seeing. They're not seeing, which is why we do these podcasts, these episodes where we recap what just happened because the media is not doing it, which is why it's so very, very important for you to hit the share button. If you haven't already, hit the share button on Facebook. You can share us on DLive. You can share us on Twitch. You can share us on conservative-daily.com and you can share the audio version of the podcast because it's important that we reach people because the way we get I mean, let's just presume that Joe Biden was was actually elected. The way that happens are people pulling the lever and not realizing that he obviously has mental problems, mental decline. That's how it happens. 
We saw the, the big tech did everything they could to, could to suppress that kind of news. Well, we have to get past that. We can't just blame big tech. Oh, the media didn't do the job. Oh, big tech didn't let us reach people. We got to get past that and we got to reach people. And the way you do that is, yeah, joining our email newsletter so you can stay up to date on what's going on and also sharing the facts bots, sharing our facts bots, sharing our podcast, sharing our, our, our go on Facebook, share our memes, right? The, why do we post memes? People keep complaining about the memes that we post. Like, oh, you're just posting memes. We post memes because they're shareable. You post memes because they can take a complex issue and digest it into a way that most people can quickly um, understand. Like, look at this one. I'm not going to share who shared it because I don't want to be accused of doxing him. But go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The G7, one of the reasons that they said they they did the G7 at Carbis Bay is, is because they wanted to highlight the threat of rapidly rising sea level. That is, that is the claim that they did the G7 at Carbis Bay because of rapidly rising sea levels. Here is the picture on top of all the G7 world leaders standing in, in front of that little range. And what's great about that is it, it, that's a historic location. Lots of pictures have been taken from that very vantage point. So we can go back to 1925, which is what the image below is, and you can see that the waterline hasn't changed. You can see that in 100 years, the tide is still going up to the same part of the beach. You can see it. If anything, it looks like, oh, you can't really tell because it could be high tide, low tide. But it, it's the same. For all intents and purposes, it's the same. The water levels. And they're here saying, oh, we chose this location to illustrate the importance of fighting back rising sea levels. But you can see it. So memes like this are important because they take a complex issue and they condense it down into a way that's easily digestible for someone who isn't paying attention to politics. So again, share the podcast if you if you haven't already and continue to really do appreciate it. Sign up for the email newsletter. Share our email newsletter with people, right? Share it with people because lots of people are out there. They think they're all alone. They think they're the only one recognizing that Joe Biden has dementia, that Kamala Harris is a disgrace. One of the real allures to our podcast and with the exception of whatever's going on in the DLive comment section today, <laughs> lots of off-topic conversations, the DLive comment, uh, comment section. But other than that, this is a place where people can come together and realize that they're not alone, that they're not fighting this fight alone. There's other like-minded people. And even if we don't all agree on everything, we agree on more than we disagree on. And we can and we can fight together. We can fight side by side for the things that are important to us. So yeah, th th that would be my parting message to make sure that you all share if you haven't already. Um, want to just do a, um, a, a, one more clip. I don't want to hold you guys too long. But I want to show you one more clip. This is a clip from, from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. She says the quiet part out loud. She admits in a roundabout way that the Democrats need to change the election laws because they can't just wish for election victories. They need to go out and take it. Really crazy stuff. I want to play this for you. Let's play cut number 14. Before I let you go, I want to ask about uh, the Supreme Court. They're poised to hear several blockbuster cases in the next term, voting rights, gun control, abortion. Uh, your fellow Democrat, Mondaire Jones, says 82-year-old Justice Stephen Breyer should retire so that President Biden and Senate Democrats can fill his seat with a younger liberal successor. Do you think that Justice Breyer should step down after this term? Well, you know, I believe um, I believe Representative Jones has a point, and we have had very difficult experiences with making, I believe, the opposite mistake. And um, especially if Senate Democrats are not going to pass reforms on HR one, we cannot rely solely on on a wish of winning elections, um, particularly in the Senate. Uh, when voting rights are under attack in Georgia, Arizona, um, and, and Texas, across the country. And if we're not going to pass H.R. 1 with the preemptive clauses that can roll some of that uh, voter suppression attacks back, yeah, I believe that we should protect our Supreme Court, and I thought that should absolutely be a consideration. So just to be clear, you do think that Justice Stephen Breyer should retire at the end of this term? Um, you know, I, 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 it's something I'd, I'd think about, but I, I would probably lean towards yes. Um, 
but yes, you're asking you're asking me this question, so I would just I would give more thought to it. But mm -hmm. uh, but I'm inclined to say yes. Okay. After you give more thought to it, give me a call. We'll, we'll... All right, let's cut it. Um, <laughs> saying the quiet part out loud. We can't just count on wishing that we'll win elections. You got to change the election laws to do it. That's what happens when you are a freshman congresswoman. You end up saying the quiet part out loud. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Make sure you check out our sponsors on the podcast. Again, we have We The People holsters. They make really, really cool stuff. This is the holster they sent me. I love it. You'll love it too. Made America, as low as 40 bucks. And with our promo code, you get $10 off. So make sure you check that out. Also, Airmed Care Network, they're great. They've been with us for a few weeks. We have a couple more weeks with them. Also, next week, we're going to have Berna back as a sponsor, Berna. And the good news is they did send me one of their guns. Well, it's not technically a gun. It's a, uh, a self-defense device. We're, we're not pointing So they did me, send me. No. Good. And, and I, I haven't even figured out how to load it yet. So um, it couldn't hurt anyone. And you're like a thousand miles away. Uh, <laughs> so they did send me this. So I'm going to try it out. I'm going to take some video of it. And we'll have that for next week when they're back on as a sponsor. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Should be fun. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. Make sure you check out all the links in the description. If you haven't already, subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. All the places where you get your podcasts. Make sure if you haven't already, you subscribe. And even if you watch the audio version, please do download it too. Uh, even if you watch the video version, please do download the audio version so we can prove the numbers to the advertisers like Air American Network, like We The People Holsters, etc. That's how we prove our numbers, through the audio downloads. So make sure you please, please, please do that. If you haven't already signed up for our email newsletter, that link is in the description. If you if you text the word FREEDOM to 89517, you'll get a text alert right before we go live. Super convenient because Facebook doesn't always alert people anymore. So if you haven't already, please do check that out. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't even close to being over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.